I want to take us on a little side quest. Goku's one of the greatest anime heroes of all time. He's badass. He's awesome. Dude, hands down, Final Fantasy VII wins every day. How could you not love the Mario Brothers movie? Robocop kicks everyone else's ass. And that's why Superman sucks. Oh, the Velociraptors kick ass in Jurassic Park every single day. Oop, went on a bit of a rant there, huh? Welcome back, everybody, to the PsyQuest Podcast. This is Eric. I am joined, as always, by Justin and Jeff, and we've got a fun little episode planned for you today. As many of you know, I want to jump into our first main quest right out of the gate, but Mr. John Depps and his ex-wife, I suppose, Miss Amber Heard, they're going through a little bit of a trial. It's kind of like all that's going on in the world right now besides, you know, COVID and people just trying to survive and live and they're just arguing over a couple million dollars, right? You know, no big deal. But I want to jump into our first main quest, boys. I want to talk about Johnny Depp. He's been around for a pretty long time, at least 30, 40 years now. Um, and I just want to know, you know, from you guys, what are some of your John Depp's favorite movies? What are some of your favorite moments from Johnny Depp? And, you know, can we give him a little... Uh, you know, emotional boost here because we know he's listening in between all these little recesses on trial. So, and, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> ex-wife who takes dumps on his... Uh, oh, bed. God. She, she sounds like the worst. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Come on. Like, even homeless people watch that and being like, really? You shat in the bed. You know, like, she... What sure level... She's an actor. Did you see her describing the so-called beating and <laughs> a worse acting? <laughs> Just bullshit, and then five minutes later, she's laughing, but the camera's still rolling. I hate to like, say, I gotta admit to you guys, just full confession to all the, all the listeners out there, but I've watched an enormous amount of this trial for no good fucking reason, <laughs> other than being so intrigued by it. Justin, have you caught any of this? I've seen the, I've seen some of the clips. I've seen the the one of her delivering fecal matter to his bed, or however he put it. <laughs> Um, Grumpy Dumpy feces. or something? Sounds like something oh back would say, Jeff. Oh my gosh. Good old, big old Grumpy Dump. Grumpy Dump. Grumpy, grumpy Dump. But no, I mean, I, I'm along for the ride, but I've been apparently not nearly as invested as you. Oh yeah. I'm like popcorn every day. Like it's hard to work because the second I th scroll through social media, there's like, hey, the trial has started. Here's the live feed, and they don't stop all day. It's like an eight-hour just live feed, and I'm like, you know what? You know what? Bills can wait. People can wait. Work can wait. This is more... <laughs> I want to I hear how he got his finger sliced off by a bottle of vodka thrown at him down in Melbourne uh, during filming, like, Pirates 5. Didn't even know that happened <laughs> until recently. <laughs> he, uh, he sounds like the worst. I can't confirm or, nor deny. I don't know. I'm not on trial here. But um, but anyways, Jeff, I want to toss this one over to you. What are some of your, obviously, iconic Johnny Depp movies, moments? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Johnny Depp besides, you know, his ex-wife taking a big old grumpy dump in the bed? Yeah, well, obviously. I mean, Captain Jack Sparrow. I think that's probably his most famous role. I mean, he's had incredible roles his entire career, from 21 Jump Street to Sweeney Todd to... Edward says, I mean, he's just, he's a character actor, which is why I always like him. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's so much you can just dig into with the whole Pirates series. I mean, who would have thought they're like, oh, we're making this movie off this 
ride at Disney. And we're like, what? How are they going to do that? <laughs> and then it just turned into this epic movie with this super iconic character who becomes super famous. And that was through Johnny Depp. And I think it's the same thing when they hired him. They at first didn't want him in the role. The same as when they hired Robert Downey Jr. for Tony Stark. They did not want him right. for the role. So this is two times Disney goes, no, we don't want them turning out to, like, you know, make them the most money in some of their biggest movies. Uh, I don't know who's in charge over there at Disney. Oh, like, I, I was just waiting for you out. to say Kathleen Kennedy was behind it all, so let's just blame it on that. It could have been. You know, she's been there for a bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's, there's something about Pirates. I remember we... Uh, <laughs> I remember we saw the second one at the drive-in. I don't know if you remember drive-in theaters, and you you insisted on making that lemonade vodka thing. Oh, for okay. sure. And I was like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, you still drink? And I'm like, this is very strong. It's what Captain Jack would have wanted. And you literally turned into Captain Jack <laughs> at the end of that movie. Where's the rum? Hey, where is it? Oh my gosh, good memories though. The driving theater shit. I, that's you know, I miss movie theaters, but I do. Even though I would only go there once in a very great while, I do miss the driving. The drivings need to make a comeback. They just have to. But that vodka lemonade. You're welcome, Jeff. You're welcome for the recipe, Justin. <laughs> I got. I got to ask you a trivia question first because you will probably know the answer to it. It's a little trivia side question. What was Johnny Depp's first movie ever? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, without hesitation. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Nailed it. But how how fucking lucky is that dude, though? Right? Like, Nightmare on Elm I get it. He was in, what, how many TV shows? And he was kind of up and coming. But what, you know, to land that movie, I get, all right. I guess let's not give him too much credit. Like, yes, it was like Wes Craven. It was just... Uh, it was the 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 birth of a new horror genre, or you know, I should say, movie franchise. But damn, you hit the nail on the head right there. Well, thank you, thank you. He plays a character named Glenn. Oh um, yeah, Glenn Lance. Glenn. Such a Glenn. And, uh, he has such a cool death scene. Oh yeah. yeah, he does. Oh, he definitely does. But uh, Justin, in in more important news, what are some of your favorite Johnny Depp movies? So I, I obviously. Um, Captain Jack Sparrow Savvies was groundbreaking when it came out, but I like some of the more nuanced stuff that he did. Jeff mentioned Edward Scissor's hands, scissored hands, scissored women, whatever. Um, Which, which was like epic when it came out in what, 1991. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, there's three, three particular movies. Um, I loved him in secret window. I think that's an underrated movie, like mm. by far. It's it's just I had no idea the twist coming at the end, and and then when he eats the piece of corn in the final coda was just I I love that scene. Yeah. Um. Then Fair and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is a oh. Terry Gilliam movie. Yep. And then take that one step further, The Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which is another Terry Gilliam movie. When Heath Ledger passed, unfortunately, we lost him. He was in the middle of filming the the Imaginarium, which was uh, Heath's last movie. And instead of scrapping the movie or recasting the role, what they did is they brought in Colin Farrell, 
Johnny Depp and Jude Law to play like a multiverse version of Heath Ledger's character. So every time. Yeah. And it was so great. And Mm. each of those three actors donated the salary that they made to Heath Ledger's family for, for their causes and their losses. Damn. That is, that's really awesome. I, I kind of knew about the him being in that movie. I didn't realize all the kind of inner workings and what they did for that. That's awesome. It was, and it's a cool movie. It's got freaking Andrew Garfield in it. Nick Waits is in Tom Waits, not Tom Waits plays a character named Nick. Oh yeah. Wow. I mean, he's got such a laundry list of movies. I mean, it was hard to pick, you know, a couple favorites. I mean, you guys already mentioned a couple like Edward Scissorhands. I mean, me, uh, shout out to my old roommate Adam, but he would watch Blow like once every three days, just because that's what he did <laughs> back in college. Because you're so hip. Um, but Blow was a good movie. Sleepy wow. Hollow. You guys mentioned obviously Pirates, like super iconic. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like the revisioning of Wonka, super weird. I actually played him in a play in high school, like one of the. It was a German play, so like in German class, we put on German play productions <laughs> for English speaking citizens so people yeah, would be in the crowd speak there bud they were like oh hello and goodbyes of Zanes. uh that's how much I speak yeah. it's uh and I just you know make up my own Germans and the Sturdos and the Bedrunkens. um that's how much fun it is but no he had a I, I I'm Justin I'm glad you said secret window I remember seeing that in theaters and I think John Turturro was in that as like he the creepy is. guy that would come up and pop out of nowhere, and it was it was a really creepy movie. I, n- I remember that was you know after obviously the Sixth Sense, way after it, but they were talking about this twist, and there's a twist ending, and they actually like promoted it. Um, so I kind of knew something was coming, but I didn't know what it was. But uh, no, I mean honestly, he's had a lot of great movies. I think after this Pirates franchise, I'm kind of hoping for a resurgence. Obviously, he's going through some shit right now but i thought he did a pretty good in black mass oh is shit as in amber heard shit oops um uh but black mass i thought he did a great job as whitey bulger you know kind of a really creepy mobster gangster from the boston area but outside of that you know like did i don't know did anybody see like i don't know uh fantastic beasts the crimes of grindelwald or uh, i you know he wasn't in that as much i mean that's more of a harry potter movie than a Johnny Depp, yeah, movie. Uh, we need. I want. What I'm saying is Johnny Depp. If you're, you know, we know you're listening, but make more movies, please. People, just get them back on the white list um, and uh, start producing some shit because I, mean, I miss them. It sounds like it's time for him to join either the MCU or the Star Wars universe as just some Perhaps random asshole. The MCU. <laughs> what <laughs> movie do you think he would have been good in, but he just never got a shot at it? What's what's all like one of your movies? I'll I have one. I don't know if you Ooh, guys have one. like MCU or just any or, movie. no no like just a movie that came out that you thought oh he it would have been great if Johnny Depp was in that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. Would well, have made the movie well, that I th- much better. I th- the because I thought you said MCU. So the first movie that came to mind was. Iron Man 3, instead of Ben Kingsley, who is just a, a master class of an actor, I feel like Johnny Depp would have been a good fake Mandarin. Like, oh, sorry, I'm just a, you know, I'm just an artist, you know, just drinking his beer. <laughs> um, I thought he could have done a good job being a villain, but I, I, you know, that was the first thing that came to mind. I don't know about you. What about you, Justin? Um, so, uh, 
I love this question and I, I want to give like a thoughtful answer to like outside of the MCU. But my first response to the MCU is I could see him playing a good alcoholic Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I'm so glad that you, you brought up the Mandarin and I think that's an excellent pick, but man, because in the comics, Tony Stark is like off as a rocker, even in the cartoons, like he's like, He's walking around in the suit with a glass of whiskey, and he's like, "The fuck you doing, Spider Man?" <laughs> um, he's just he's he's out there in a lot of them when he hits rock bottom, and the movies kind I of allude to that. Him. But he's a mess. He's yeah, a- I'd love to see him in like an actual hero role or something where we have more movies. I mean, I like Ben Kingsley as that, but that's it. He was in this little small part, and now they'll never really use him again. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, like Doctor Strange is going to be in multiple movies and he's got a, a big role. But I mean, um, he was in the Lone Ranger as Tonto. That, that he was. <laughs> I don't think I saw that. So I know the only other movie I could think of that I wish he was in um, is Pizza Parlor Massacre. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I knew it was. was I think he would have made it a, a great addition to that film. He would. Yeah, that was a that was a next level troll, and I, I will say we were fueled by a lot of root beer schnapps <laughs> while filming that. So, <laughs> you know what i I did like him in, um, which I just didn't realize until I looked through the list. But Murder on the Orient Express. I watched that movie back in 2017. I thought he did a pretty good job in that, and I thought, uh, you know, he still had some more to give. But I know that was him coming off of you know the grumpy dumpy in the bedroom. Rumpy dumpy. So it affected his performance a little bit, but um, I mean, there, there's just so many movies. I can't believe he's been around for so long, and I, you know, feel bad for the guy. But we'll see what happens here. It was exciting to see him. Uh, I loved him, and you know, his little cameo in Twenty One Jump Street. That was a good one. I wish there. Was let a, me, you know. Yeah, let me let me side quest this really quick. I've never met him. I don't think either of you guys have ever met Johnny Depp. What do you think he smells like? Ooh, I'm going to say something from like either Yankee Candle or Bed Bath or uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other candle store. Fucking, uh, where do all the girls go? What is, what is the name of it? Um, it's not Bed Bath and Beyond. It's There's candles there. There's soaps. I think there's I, smells. I'm sure I've got some from but, there. But anyways, we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> talk about it before the end of the episode. But I feel like... Really love to do a side quest of listening to Eric try to figure out. God, it's what it's that store. What Name the, that store. It's, it's got um, smells. It's got candles. God, right. you walk in anyways. But I feel like he smells like one of those candles that's seasonal. You know, it comes around and it smells good. Let's say in the fall, it's a little musky, little like the outer woods. Uh, you know, like secret window esque. Um, <laughs> and he's just got it on him, and that's his scent. But. You can only really tolerate it in the fall. Otherwise, in the heat, it's too much. It's too powerful. In the winter, it's not enough. You can't really smell them, and you want it to go away. In the spring, eh, it's not really complimentary. So I feel like he's a fall man, and he's going to smell like the backwoods. <laughs> Very descriptive. I guess you weren't expecting that answer. Jeff, I want to hear I... yours, though. Uh, like vanilla. <laughs> Just vanilla, just ice cream. No, that vanilla, like that spray you can get. It's also candle smell. Oh, jeez. And it's uh, 
Vanilla. Okay. Very good. Justin, what about you? I feel like he smells like cigarettes and black coffee. Oh, he probably does, though, doesn't he? He probably does. He just... (laughs) And even after watching these, like, trial videos, he he, honestly, I'm pretty sure he turned himself into Jack Sparrow. Uh, (laughs) Because he is literally... On the stand, like, what's this? Oh, I don't know. What are you making me look at it? Uh, you know, the uh, picture number 42. Hey, you know, he just does these mannerisms and he talks like Jack Sparrow. I don't know if he was he always like that. Funny. There's some videos of him answering the question. The lawyers are. Oh, yeah, they're, good and they're he's bad. Just, and the, the one lawyer is like, uh, okay, now uh, pretend we're moving forward in time. And he's like, I can feel it. Like, it's so refreshing just to hear how, like, yeah. witty and, like, quick he is. I never knew that. I knew he was a good actor, but it seems like he's got um, a, a bit of a comedy we're, string in him. I don't do... know if you've ever seen um, Life's Too Short, Ricky Gervais, oh, and, yeah. like, uh, Steve Merchant and uh, Warwick Davis. But it's basically, like, it's about Warwick Davis, but he works with Ricky and them, and it's so funny. But they'll have super famous actors come in. And pitch an idea to Ricky. Like, Liam Nelson comes in, he's like, uh, I'd like to do comedy. And they're like, what? <laughs> and he's talking about having full-blown AIDS. Anyway, they had a Johnny Depp one that was being posted today. And he just comes in and he immediately, like, puts a cigarette ash in Ricky Gervais's drink. He's like, how's it going? He just <laughs> steps. Oh, it's pretty funny. So good. Yeah, he. I feel like, I feel like he gets it. He's definitely... He definitely is a master class, master class actor. Lots of good movies. Um, and uh, he's also in, in one of the movies. I think it what was it, number two or number three? Jeff, not the one we saw in the drive-in when it was Vodka Lemonade Night, apparently. Everybody had pictures. But it might have been like the third one where we're in the theater. I think it was just me and you. I don't know why we just decided to have a little movie night. Date we, night. A little date night. We went to shout out to Charlestown Mall that's collapsing in on itself. Uh, it's going to be a black hole someday. And uh, we watched the movie, and I thought it was an excellent movie up until the moment of no return, which is the D minus oh. moment. It's a D minus. We watched them. They were swirling around this giant cyclone. It was going it was down. Pirates three. Let's 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 give a little context. Yeah, Pirates three. The the two boats are swirling around. You have what's her face? Um, I mean, they're probably a mile apart. I oh, mean, very easily, like two miles apart across this. God, what's that? Uh, what's the swirly thing in the tub, Justin? What? Why can't I think of words tonight? Brain. Oh yeah, yeah, swirly brain. <laughs> uh, oops, there's the brain. Um, but they were swirling around this like an, a mile and a half, two miles away from each other. Orlando Bloom and what's his little mistress's name? Um, God, what's Kiera her name? Kiera Knightley. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm way off on my names. But him and Kiera Knightley, they lock eyes from two miles away. They have this little moment. He's on one ship. She's on another. They're like, listen, we're going down. This is bad. I love you. They said it all through the eyes, and no one was speaking in the theater. First thing I, just, I thought I'm, of... <laughs> I'm this? watching the movie. You were into I'm it. Just, I'm just watching the movie. I'm accepting this ridiculous yeah, scene. You're taking it Eric, all in. on the other hand, was not okay with this. No, immediately. And all, all I hear is, oh, what? D-minus. There's no People way. 
right at me. You looked right at me and you did that D minus. There's no way. So the movie went from an A to a D minus real quick. So everybody out there, let us know what your D minus moments are. You were really good powering through this movie. It was a really good time. Then two people try to lock eyes from a mile and a half away, have a little love scene through their eyeballs. No way that could happen. There's gunshots. There's wind. There's water and salt water in your face. Come on. They're not even blinking, uh, but they lock eyes. Sure enough, D minus. So <laughs> let us know your thoughts on that. We all want to hear about it. And, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that moment, it was just uh, yeah. a movie that he Oh, had. yeah, and he was the one. I think that was the one where it was all like slow-mo and shit, where the captain's like walking down the whatever, and, you know, they were just blowing it up and shit. That was pretty cool. But anyways, I want to know, gentlemen, let's move into our first fun segment of the day. It's a little thing called Death Battle. Get over here. Flawless victory. All right, boys. Well, Death Battle should be of no surprise. We want to do some Death Battle of the John Depps. I want to know, give me a couple actors, give me a couple of uh, characters of Johnny Depp, and let's put him to the test and put him to the death battle. You guys both had some good ones in the text chat earlier, so let me just throw a couple out there, like Willy Wonka. Um, we also have uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, Sweeney Todd. I mean, Sweeney Todd, come on. He's pretty brutal, but Edward Scissorhands. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to pick for us. I feel like I'm always picking, so I want a little bit of a group vote on who we should throw in this little death match. And go after it. Little bit of a a death. I feel like Edward Scissorhands has to be one of them with those claws. He, he does. Let's let's throw him in there. Okay. I think that yeah, Eric, you you tend to, to strong arm us very often. <laughs> if you're a horrible moderator, nobody likes you. I know. But I think you you've come up with a great fatal four way. Oh, I a yeah, four way. I wow. Okay. I think his strongest incarnation would be Barnabas, who's a the, vampire. The fuck all. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With that dark shadow. And I, yeah, I think out of his, I mean, he literally can't die, so he'd be, and he kills people. So he wouldn't be a fun one then, because he would just live. No, no, yeah, I, I would probably nix him. I'd love to see Jack Sparrow. I mean, Sweeney Todd, they're, they're pretty... All right, let's say Jack Sparrow with a sword, you know, and he's drunk. He's got a bottle of rum in one hand. One bullet. He's got a sword in the other. And then Edward Scissorhands is another. And then Sweeney Todd with his uh, barber cut scissor things, a little shaver thing, whatever he does. Um, and then the fourth is Willy Wonka with his cane, <laughs> with his cane and his squirrels. So they all entered the arena, Jeff. Hand in hand, and they say, we're going to duel to the death. How does it go down? Who wins? Who's getting slaughtered? How does it go down? How much blood is there? Hopefully no amber turds in the crowd. Um, <laughs> but let's let's get this battle boy down to death, Jeff. Yeah, I think it, think it comes down to old Captain Jack and Sweeney Todd. I think uh, Wonka... Either tries running away, hurts himself running away. Uh, he doesn't really have anything that um, on him that'll kill anyone. 
he has his like you know his factory and stuff but if they're just in a warehouse i don't think he's got much to the table he's just kind of weird and immediately dies uh poor edward scissorhands uh i think um yeah he's he's super passive he's, he doesn't have a lot of fighting abilities every time we see him in the movie he kind of just tenses up freaks out and just stands there oh but jeff he's got um, bloodlust remember bloodlust well yeah he does have bloodlust so you know he could run at him with the scissors sweeney todd is an actual like serial killer uh so he definitely knows how to work a blade and stuff Johnny, if if they can take out um, Edward Scissorhands, which I think would be pretty easy, um, as long as Johnny Depp's one bullet hits Sweeney Todd, uh, <laughs> I'd probably give it to, you know, to Jack Sparrow. He just moves weird, and he just somehow always gets out of a bad situation. I mean, he's went up against, like, gods and... and Horrible sea creature, all sorts of stuff. I think he just has more of the experience to take them out. I think Sweeney Todd will give him a run for his money. All right. Very well done. Oh. So, yeah. So, Jack Sparrow. The Jack Sparrow. Oh, wow. It's canceled. <laughs> uh, all right, Justin. Up to you, sir. Who's winning? Okay. That was a great. Jeff, you played it out very great. I'm going to go in a different direction. I think Jack Sparrow passes out drunk right off the bat <laughs> and we we get uh um sweeney todd comes and just slices his throat Ooh! so he's done yes and then edward scissorhands who as jeff said is a very passive he's kind of a wuss yeah and so he's gonna be like oh no i'm scared and he's gonna run away and todd's gonna chase after him and just slice his throat and then I, you know, the doctor or scientist can't save his hand, so it doesn't matter because his hands are useless and broken. And then Willy Wonka is going to be standing in the corner, and Sweeney Todd's going to be like, Do you want a haircut? And Willy Wonka is going to be like, He's just going to snap his fingers, and the Oompa Loompas are going to come and just murder Sweeney Todd. Because keep in mind, Willy Wonka has enslaved an entire race of people and weaponizes them to murder children. Yeah. So I think Willy Wonka is the scariest mofo in the world. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, good breakdown. Who's a better stylist, Sweeney Todd or or, or, uh, or um, Edward? Uh, I I mean some of those some of those land lawnscapings that Edward does, making like dinosaurs and giraffes and stuff like that. Those are yeah. if that counts as stylist, those are pretty good. And to do with those scissor hands, I mean, come on, you can do you know you have five, ten fingers and a and a little scissors. <laughs> How how can he control those ten blades? Get out of here! Get out! Get out of here! Get out of here! All right. Well, this is, gonna, this is going to be a bloodbath for the ages. Um, you know, they're all going to come in hot and heavy, like you guys said. Edward Scissorhands is very passive, but he's going to find it in him. He's gonna he's gonna look at those things and be like, I need to sculpt them into a new form of a human. So he starts to go after Willy Wonka, and he just starts chopping him to bits. He puts him, and he turns him into a gobstopper real quick. Just <laughs> a round shape, a, a blob of just goop and guts and blood. Uh, and he's very excited about it. And while he's looking at his work, saying, <laughs> look what I've didn't done did for Winona Ryder in every movie that we're in. Um, meanwhile, 
Captain Jack comes around and inspects it and says, oh, what's this a gobstopper? Meanwhile, he smacks him over the head with his bottle of rum, and then he realizes what he's just done. It's like, ah, not the rum, Jeff, right? Not the rum. And then he just slices him in half with his sword because he's so mad, so bloodlust. Meanwhile, the other bad boys are coming around the corner to come get him. The, oh. the Oompa Loompas are coming back for Why vengeance. <laughs> They're coming for vengeance. And I got to side with Justin on this. The Oompa Loompas are coming to clean up shop and kill everybody that's left over. They've seen what's happened to their master. They're taking no prisoners. They're eating them. They're chopping them up. Yes, they're, they're putting eating them, them into guts. They are all dead. Done. Nobody else exists. Game over. Oompa Loompas win. So without the Oompa Loompas, who win? Well, now I got to rethink the whole thing, but maybe this is an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, you know what? I'm going to go for you the underdog because the you guys, you guys all know how I love to just go against you guys in every situation. But I'm going to go with Edward Scissorhands. I feel like he's going to accidentally be like, "Oh no, please stop!" and move his hands outwards and just like accidentally stab people in the heart. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so sorry. You know, he just didn't mean to do that. He poked the waterbed. Uh, you know, he's poking things and he's always destroying things. He didn't mean to do that. So he's just going to be the winner because he accidentally killed everybody and he just looks around like, okay, I better, I better go home and put 10 hot dogs on each of my fingers and have some lunch. No ketchup. Winner, winner, chicken. <laughs> chicken dinner. Well, fuck, boys. That was a good little death battle for the ages. Did you even talk about Sweeney Todd in there? No, I, you know what? I never saw the movie. I didn't want to talk about it. I knew he okay. had like, <laughs> I knew he had like a little shaver beard thing, a little you know razor. I it's guess we call a, it. It's a pretty. It's a, it's a good movie. I think it's a good musical type movie. But also, Sweeney Todd and um, his accomplice there are kind of fucked up. Yeah, I remember like the trailer where doesn't he like dump the bodies down? Like the chair folds backwards and goes to a dump or something. He, yeah, he like slices their throat, then dumps them downstairs, and then she takes their bodies, grinds them up, and then makes pies out of them, and then they sell the pies. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so, so he's like Edward Scissorhands' dad. Got it. Uh, Some serious crimes there, and you didn't even... So yeah. meanwhile, the Loompa Loompas are eating everyone, and Sweeney Todd is just kind of like... He might be just in your, in your fantasy. I, you know, I wonder if Sweeney Todd would take them in to say, you know what, I'm, I'm your dad now, of all of you. What would he do with Oompa Loompas in the Sweeney Todd I don't world? Think he would. He's only, he only cares about his daughter. But how many yeah. pies could they make with all those Oompa Loompas? I mean, he could be making a fortune. <laughs> what do you think? He, and it wasn't really him. He didn't care about that. It was the, <laughs> the chick who was pretty fucked oh, up. Wait, time out. Time out. Side quest. What do Oompa Loompas taste like when they're made into a pie? <laughs> Gosh, pie. I feel like uh, it, I want I want to hope that they're very like buttery and sweet and nice, but they're probably just so gamey and gross and disgusting. It's all like <laughs> the gross parts of the chicken that you bite into. I feel like that's that that's them. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> citrusy. <laughs> I'm 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 in Jeff's corner. I think they taste like nerds. Great oh, there you nerds. Go. <laughs> yeah, like when you take a bite, it kind of like crackles in your mouth. Ooh, little, yeah. pop, little pop rocks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that would be. Uh, fun. Let me let me do a real quick um qu quick side quest story. My car got broken into in college, and three things were stolen. 
my stereo, all of my CDs, and a packet of Pop Rocks. <laughs> God, I, my immediate thought. Most. Yeah. My immediate thought was not the Pop Rocks. God, <laughs> why, why did the thief take the Pop Rocks? I, to this day, will never understand. I just love that they, you know, in hindsight, right? Like, A, what were they going to do with the stereo? Sure, cool. maybe sell it or what, pop it into another car. That's cool. B, the CDs, what are they doing with those now? Where did those go? <laughs> and C, you know they just ate the Pop Rocks immediately when they got in the car. So they were just they were just going in for... The, the instant core kill of, of your entire operation there. Just, just broke my soul. Damn you, boys. All right, boys, I want to take us on our next uh, main quest of the day. I, it got me thinking. We were talking John Depp's and all of his movies. And it got John me... Depp. <laughs> it got me John Depp. There for people who don't know why. Little John Depp's. Um, it got me thinking about all the movies that have come out in, you know, since forever. And I'm just curious. I'm like, I feel like a lot of anniversaries are happening this year. And I just want to go through the list of like some movies that are going to be 25 to 45 years old. And A, just make everybody feel super old right now, especially us. That, you know, it's almost over, right? We're definitely getting there. It's Let's just b- dig the grave now, Jeff. Um, let's just, you know, crawl in a little bit. But 25 years to 45 years, I just want to walk through some movies. I feel like... At 25 years ago in 1997, this was an excellent year. Um, I'm just going to list a few movies off. And I feel like back in 1997, we did not appreciate what was happening in real time in our lives at the moment. We were just there and we probably saw some of these, but God, we had Dante's Peak. We had Liar Liar. We had Volcano. We had Austin Powers. The first one, The International Man of Mystery, came out. Fifth Element came out in 1997. The Lost World Jurassic Park, which, you know, I beg you, I personally enjoyed. Some people might not like it, but I actually enjoyed it. Con Air, Hercules, the animated movie, Batman and Robin, Face Off, two Nicolas Cage movies that year, Men in Black, the original, Contact with Jodie Foster, Air Force One with Get Off My Plane, Harrison Ford, <laughs> Event Horizon, The Full Monty, Ooh. L.A. Confidential, Boogie Nights, Devil's Advocate, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Gattaca, Starship Troopers, okay, come on, Starship Troopers, Alien Resurrection, we could probably all pass that one, Goodwill Hunting, I mean, hello, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Scream 2, okay, we're getting there, little sequel, Titanic. I mean, Jeff, they had enough room on that door for both of them. Bullshit. Tomorrow Never Dies, Amistad, Jackie Brown is as good as it gets. So, boys, with those 25 years ago, those movies, I feel like I I just looked back and I was just shocked at how many bangers were out there in 97. I I, I have Mm. no questions. I just needed to get that out there. (laughs) You just... You just... All right, but Justin... I got I got to ask Con Air versus Face Off, which is your favorite? Face Off. It was a good one, wasn't it? It was. It, I I don't know if I agree with you, but I love. That's that, fine. You said I just, that. For me, when I saw Face Off, I I know my grandmother took me to the theater to see Face Off in 1997, and it was like a big deal. And Con Air is great. I have nothing against Con Air, um, but I I just I related a little bit more to Face Off and the creepiness of. John Travolta when he's just touching people's faces. 
Yeah. He's like face. I just face off. Get it? Face, face off. <laughs> oh my God. Men in black. I remember seeing that in theaters. And I, I remember the teaser being so cool with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones shooting an alien ship down. It was just coming at him. And that was like the teaser. That was it. I don't think they even had another trailer. That was, that was it back then. Um, <laughs> Jody Foster contact. Well, like, was that not th- probably I'll, I'll admit Justin, I think this came out before the Sixth Sense, if I recall. I think that was 99. It did. Yeah, Sixth Sense was 99. And I feel like Contact was probably one of the first, I'll say, big twists that I recall seeing as a young kid. Um, You know, at the end, she just wakes up and it was all fucking dream, right? Like, she just passed out and none of it happened. I mean, that was definitely a big twist back then. So you clearly don't remember the movie at all. Well, she, okay, so she was in this thing, she was going to another world, and then she thought she was on another planet, another world, but in reality, didn't she just, like, pass out and nothing worked, and they just woke but her up? Then why was there 14 hours of video footage? Oh, nobody knows. Um, that's that's more, it's more of, a, like, a Christopher Nolan <laughs> open-ending twist than a Shyamalana ding-dong twist. Yeah, all I remember, Jeff, if you can remember, is that Matthew McConaughey was blind in that movie. <laughs> He pl- he played a blind man. I don't know why I vividly remember that. He's just so bad at it. <laughs> and Gary Busey was in it. No, oh, Jake Busey, god. not Gary. Yes, no, oh Jake god, Busey. Jake. He played the terrorist or something like that. Well, he had a big teeth. He had a big year too because he also had Starship Troopers come out. Jeff, I know. I I vividly remember watching Starship Troopers was, at your Jeff house. Starship Starship Troopers with uh, my older brother like uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we were just sitting up, having some beer, and then he's like, well, I should turn something on. And then he just puts on Starship Troopers, and we watched the entire thing. It was a, Hell yeah. That's a fucking why that's movie. Stupid good movie. It is. And I just remember the... the CGI t- is awful. <laughs> but damn, is it a good movie. It, yeah. And I remember back in the day, like, the first murmurings I heard of people, like, getting to go see it were like, dude, there's a community shower scene, there's boobs. And it's like, oops. I want to go see that immediately. Jeff, what are you up to this weekend? I'm going to call your family home phone and see if you have this movie. You're going to lie and be like, yeah, we already discussed this. We It was okay to have a sleepover. Oops. It was right around my birthday, too, November 7th. Hey, Rico's Roughnecks. Oh, God. And I feel bad for that guy. Has he really ever been in anything since? I feel like he would have been... Uh, I feel like he would have had a long career, given his... Casper. Niece Richards did. Not... did. Oh, God. Oh, oh well, yeah. I mean, she was uh, what was it, uh, Doctor Christmas in Tomorrow Never Dies? Was it? I forget the movie. Jeez, oh, no, nice world, world is not enough. World's not enough. But um, all right, let's move on. That was twenty. Oh, I, I had a real quick side oh. quest. Oh, which yeah. one? Okay. Well, you guys were, you know, Eric, you were naming all the movies that Gapping came out away. in just one year. Mm-hmm. Can we name that? many good movies that came out in the past six years oh you know that are marvel i honestly i would have to think Sonic, about it doom uh, blade runner i can't th- i mean can you think of 20 great films that aren't a superhero film in the past six years and you name so many and you probably could name more from the year that you picked oh yeah um honestly I would have to say I, I don't have all the names, but I can confidently say that a majority of them would be independent movies. 
Um, you. you know, Thank obviously you. it was like superheroes, like big name studios, things like that. But like, I can't honestly name that many big studio name movies that are not superhero movies or like franchise movies. Right. I mean, you name good like, movies. Like you know Knives Out. Knives Out was a great one. Yeah, New Jurassic Park. What was the second one that came out? I wouldn't categorize that as a good movie. No, no, no. no. But I would categorize that as like a big studio film. Like independent movie is more like that. I'll say lower budget, not like shit budget, but definitely a lowered budget. You know, unique one-off story that people are just taking a shot at. And that was definitely one of those, like Knives Out. So basically what you're saying is you need to cast Michael Shannon and then you're a winner. <laughs> exactly. Or John Depp's. Um, in a murder on audio expense um yeah no i mean you're right jeff you, you are absolutely right like the year 1997 had a lot of class you know what we would probably maybe consider even classic movies in the 80s as well that would do the same thing yeah like i i mean air force one was a fucking banger of a movie like i'd love that movie like uh dude devil's advocate with pacino and keanu reeves are you oh, yeah. kidding me yeah so good. Devil's Advocate. I know what you did last summer. Like, oh. you know. What are you waiting for? Uh, I know. Amistad came out on Christmas. That was like a revolutionary movie with what Spielberg was behind that one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know. As you look back, it's crazy to think because, Jeff, you're right. They pumped out how many Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and streaming movies and like how many were actually good, right? Very good point. None. Um, none, exactly. There's like, it's <laughs> sucks. All right, we're moving on to 30 years. We only got a couple more years left, but like Wayne's World came out 30 years ago. February 14th, My Cousin Vinny, Basic Instinct. <laughs> White Men Can't Jump, which, amazing. <laughs> amazing movie. Fern Gully, uh, Lethal Weapon 3, Alien 3. Like, okay, come on. Let's be done with it. But uh, this classic, Sister Act. Whoopsie Goldberg, um, you know, giving it to us real, real good. Patriot Games, Batman Returns. It was a year of Batmans every five years. League of Their Own, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Death Becomes Her. Uh, the Mighty oh. Ducks came out 30 years ago. Reservoir Dogs, Under Siege, we've talked about recently. Candyman, my, the scariest movie I've ever seen. Malcolm X, Home Alone 2, Aladdin. Aladdin came out 30 years ago. We're so fucking old. A Few Good Men. The Muppet Christmas Carol and uh, Chaplin. I mean, there's many more, but fuck, man. A lot of great films. Like 30 years ago, we were, what, four, five, six, seven years old? You know? And we didn't even know it back then. All these movies came out. All the parents were buzzing about it. And, and what did we know? And we all got to wait until they came out of VHS tapes and had to watch them at home. You know what I mean? All right, 35. I'm going to go 35 to 40 really quick. Um, 35 years old, Lethal Weapon came out. Beverly Hills Cop, Full Metal Jacket, Jaws, The Revenge, not just Jaws. Uh, the Lost Boys came out 35 years ago. Fatal Attraction. I, watched, I recently watched that. It was still a good movie. The Princess Bride, excellent movie, 35 years ago. I will be that old this year. So, shit, son. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, this November 25th, like... 35 years ago, they hit the nail on the head. That was probably either Thanksgiving or Black Friday when that movie came out, November 25th, and they just landed on a uh, a beast of setting that egg for some nesting for some Thanksgiving love. <laughs> uh, good morning, Vietnam, 35 years ago. Let's move into 40 years. 
Uh, Cone the Barbarian, Annie, Rocky Three, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Jeff's favorite. E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Blade Runner, Tron, the original. I have to say that because, you know, boomers are listening. Uh, oops. Uh, nothing really else, and to be honest, than 40 years ago. The Dark Crystal. Okay, cool. But 45 years ago, gentlemen, I do have to mention a couple. Eraserhead, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, the Rescuers, The Spy Who Loved Me, and last but not least, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. What? Hmm. What? What? Okay. What's that movie? I about? gotta. <laughs> I gotta at like all right. As a non Star Wars buff, what was that always planned to be? Episode Four: A New Hope. Like, was that the marketing gimmick, Jeff, behind it that they said, "Listen, this is Episode Four, so everybody thinks like." all these episodes came out before it or were people supposed to know what the fuck that meant? Because, and I'll shut up after this, but like, honestly, the books weren't out yet. Nobody had, there's this lore wasn't discovered yet. Why was it episode four? Jeff, you're in the hot seat. I mean, that's how he intended the movies to be. He, this is, you know, there's a whole backstory on what's going on, but he, he kind of throws you into this mess um, literally right away. I mean, you start the movie yeah. with the rebellion. I mean, that's so it was always meant to be, you know, the, the later movie, because all this shit is happening that we're seeing on screen. Leia's being chased by this end. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Clearly a bunch of shit has been going on before we even jumped into this universe. Uh, which we did. And as we go with Luke, because Luke is, you know, he's innocent. He's, he doesn't know shit. Our journey is Luke's journey. And as the movie goes on, Luke's learning about all these past events. He's learning about the Jedi. He's learning about bits of who his father was. He's learning about the state of, of, you know, of the galaxy as it is. Learn about his body. Yeah, so he's, you know, we're on the same journey that, that he's on. Uh, now, if you go in a perspective of, like, Vader or Obi-Wan, yes, they know that shit's happened before. Hence the prequels where we get to learn about all this stuff that happened before um, before people saw it in the theater. So George Lucas walks into the office in the late 70s and says, Listen, Hollywood, I've got this banger of a movie. It's called Episode Four: Star Wars: A New Hope. What what's that pitch meeting like? What little droids does he have? What sounds is he making? I need to know. I think it was a big pitch meeting. They never expected the movie to be big in the first place. Um, so I don't think the budget wasn't that huge. He even took a pay cut because he really wanted it made. And said, uh, listen, I'll only do it. I think he only got paid like $30,000 or something. And he said, I just want all the merchandise. <laughs> and the studio was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's how we retain, you know. Oh, Lucas yeah. Now he's super this. fucking rich. Because they thought it was going to be some shitty. Because up until then, sci-fi space operas don't, they weren't anything Yeah. up until then. Yeah. Justin, um, I got a side quest for you. What would the world be like today if Star Wars flopped and everybody forgot about it? That's, that's a very interesting question. 
Um, I don't think we would have Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Which yeah. I enjoyed the first movie, not the second movie. But I think the idea that Star Trek sort of started up and Twilight Zone kicked off back in the 50s, like all of that, like uh, those steps and that cadence between what those movies brought us today, like are in the same breath. But if, if Star Wars flopped, like I don't I don't even think that we would have like a proper MCU. Okay. We have a lot of things. I mean, Star Wars inspired a lot. I mean, just you can you can listen to like Seth MacFarlane talk about Star Wars and the way that he, you know, like it inspired it inspired so many creative, super talented people to go in directions that they went in. And without Star Wars, like Favreau and all that, I don't like Justin said. I don't think we would have a lot of the cool shit we have now, especially in sci-fi because what it did is it inspired writers and inspired you know nerds and stuff at the time who actually grew up to became you know screenwriters and cgi people and storytellers and directors and stuff I, star wars is more than just this you know pop culture cool movie that we all love it also did stuff for people uh more than i think a lot of people realize yeah I would agree with you guys. Yeah, I mean, think about how many sci-fi movies were just probably never going to be made. Like you said, Jeff, nobody were, nobody grew up seeing those movies thinking, oh, I'm going to make something like that. Yeah, just yeah. just watch. Go watch Freaks and Geeks, the TV show, and that'll give you like a good perspective on what it was like to be a kid in the 80s post-Star Wars 77 release. Like, that show is... Uh, that 70s show, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Eric Foreman, his... I mean, the big, huge thing is when Donna's trying to be like, how do I spice stuff up? And they're like, and she dresses up as Princess Leia at the end, and he literally almost dies. <laughs> and oh, he's playing with the Falcon in the basement. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it be a wild time to be around when that came out. And to go to the theater when it came out, and then to see that, I mean, I would have loved that. I remember watching it for the first time when I was little with my brother, but... To go to the theater and never see anything like that. Now we're so used to, you know, we know we're going to go see the Multiverse of Madness. It's going to be awesome. But could you imagine just going and seeing that and never seeing a Marvel movie ever? And never even having something to base that movie off of? You'd be like, what the hell? And the trailers that we're spoiled with and the spoilers that we're spoiled with, like... yeah. We all know what we're we know what we're in store for when Doctor Strange two comes out. Yep. It's just it's uh, Claudia earmuffs, but it's like masturbating. It's just oops, self serving yourself and giving yourself an eighth of a second of pleasure, and then you have to go get a tissue. <laughs> okay, and you have to get out of your <laughs> Wookie costume and uh, put it in the wash. <laughs> put it in the wash. In a Wookie costume. <laughs> So Justin's going to end the episode with that noise. What's yeah. that? <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, honestly, it's it's interesting to think about, like, how many of these movies have, you know, in history have kind of just sparked new stories and new things and new ways of doing it. And it's it's a big blue ball, isn't it? Huh? Big blue planet. There's <laughs> <laughs> a reason why Star Wars is, I think, like the second most you know, I, I think it's the second biggest pop culture brand outside of Pokemon, which is still baffles me. 
Jeff, uh, what what well, could comics, I got a um, I got a side quest, you Jeff? What what do you see as something that could kill Star Wars completely? Like uh-huh. just you know, from existence, like it, it's if the comics <laughs> go bad or the movies or the shows just turn into shit or, you know, what's what in your mind would make you say, I wish I was never a fan of Star Wars because of what they've done? Nothing. I don't think there is anything. I, I, I mean, Lord of the Rings is probably my second favorite, like trilogy, but even that just. It all, it just can't. I don't know. It just can't. Okay. I mean, have you seen the videos of, of people walking through the Millennium Falcon at, um, at Disney and just some of them are having meltdowns. Some of them are like crying. Like what, what other, what other brand does that? Sure. But like 10, 15 years from now, it's like, I mean, we have Marvel, we have Marvel and that couldn't do it. We've have Harry Potter that can do it. We have all these, you know, super popular um, franchises, and none of them can. I don't know what could. The only thing that could is is another even greater Star Wars story. No, I got it. I got the answer. Give it to us. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> if we got to walk into a real Jurassic Park, whether it be a amusement park or the actual damn thing i would lose my shit more so than i would ever in a star wars millennium falcon display i i think that's a great idea i think also disney is definitely going to buy the moon someday uh and they're definitely going to put an amusement park up there so that'll probably be the next level but you know 10 15 years from now jeff like okay millennium falcon i've seen it i've done that now we're just walking around a big giant trash can um, who cares? You know, if the trilogies and movies don't keep pumping out and actually being good, it could go away. I mean, it's been around for how long? Yeah, it's been a, been a been a long, long time. I mean, well, let's be honest, Jeff. the The original trilogy, like nothing can beat that, right? I mean, like the prequels. Uh, I mean, like my niece, my niece, who's nine. She could give a rat's ass about Ray or anything. It's Princess Leia, Princess Leia. Right. So I'm surprised. I be. I. I guess I'll be honest. I'm surprised they've lasted as long as they have with just like the prequels not hitting too well and the sequels with the whole. The prequels are actually becoming Rey. more popular now. Oh, because it's not as bad as the neutral, right? <laughs> or it's more like the room, right? Where it's just so bad, it's good. Well, and there's also been like, um, you know, there's been the. The show uh, Clone Wars and stuff, which fleshes out those movies. If you watch the Clone Wars series, the the movies become way better. Makes up for the, all the oopsies. Yeah. Well, I like all that, but but boys, I'm so done with you. I'm so bored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to end this episode because I feel like we got to make Justin do this like uh, little earmuff everybody masturbation Wookiee thing that he's got going on and what does that sound like when he's ultimately taking the costume off you ready for this oh yeah there's gotta be like a, like a loud... <laughs> <laughs> where's the ending it was the <laughs> 
Sorry, Claudia. Sorry, Claudia. Oops. It's got real weird. Many oops. So a thousand times forgiveness, please. Oh,